0: Project Tariyag, Day 35, we're starting Pasha's Kedoshim with Mitzvah re bes and that is the Mitzvah of years of the aimed to have reverence for one's parents. It's interesting that the first Pasha of the Pasha, Kedoshim Tiyu, the instruction to be holy, isn't counted by the Rambam as a Mitzvah, and that's because the Ramam's opinion is that mitzvahs which don't relate to specific actions, it's more like a general concept which is a theme running through many mitzvahs, isn't counted as a mitzvah in its own right. And if our first mitzvah the past success is ish, imo I, v'o I, v'tiro, a person has to have reverence for both his father and his mother. This isn't just the feeling, the Gemara explains what actual actions are practical, as a result of, of this feeling, a person shouldn't sit in his father or his mother's place, shouldn't disagree with them, contradict them, or even feel that he needs to confirm what they're saying by agreeing with them. The Gemara, in describing how far the obligation goes, says even if his father or mother would hit him in public, spit in his face, he couldn't respond and embarrass them. But if a person gets to the stage of dementia or other illness where it's not possible for the son to look after them in a respectful way you should leave it to other people to do but obviously ensure that they're treated properly. Even a mamza child born from a forbidden union who isn't chayev on hitting his parents, the penalty of the Torah of Mesa, nevertheless is still instructed to have aim of to have reverence for them, and the exception to this rule, the Pasuk says that even though a person is obligated to respect and honor his parents and fear them, but not when it comes to doing a mitzvah, if one's parents would obligate him or instruct him to go against the Torah, he would have to listen to the Torah because he and his parents are responsible to listen to Hashem. This Mitzvah applies in all times and in all places, both to men and to women. A person who is over in this Mitzvah transgresses, as B'nevatla Mitzvah says. The rule of the father of respect due to a parent is such that the father is allowed to be moichel, and in cases like that, and the son wouldn't be obligated to have this reverence for him. Mitzvah Reishi Gimel. In the not to turn to have a desire, the pasuk says, which literally means don't turn towards idolatry and this isn't just referring to serving idolatry it also means a person shouldn't think or talk about an idol or an idol worship because if he starts to think about it and discuss it he might get influenced by it same thing the sufra learns that a person shouldn't even turn to look at an idol for the same reason it might have an effect on him and the Khinuch adds, besides for that, it's also going to waste a person's time to discuss matters of no importance. And the Adam, is No Nivra Rakna A person was only created to work with Hashem. And therefore, the Gemara says that it's also even to look at the statues in the streets, because it's you know, this Iser of Al Tifnu and holidim is Al Tifnu. El which means don't remove your thoughts from Hashem, even if it's going to be to ponder about or talk about the topics of no importance. The same sentiment uh, sentiment is echoed in Shemaya. When the Pashak says, that by thinking about a person's heart me might be led astray, and you'll come to serve it. When the Pash says and you see the sun and the moon and the stars, when you he dachter, you'll be misled. Not that it's also to look at the sun and the moon and the stars, but to try and contemplate if they have spiritual powers and what spiritual powers they could have, and if they work and how they work. These things could be thoughts which would tend to mislead a person. By extension, Chazal learned from this not just to a desire but to any Avera, that focusing on it and thinking about it might actually be the reason why personal b'nechshal in it, is also also, like the Apostle says, a person shouldn't stray after his thoughts or after his eyes. And even though Hashem doesn't consider a bad thought punishable like a bad deed, but it might bring a person to the deed. And except that is Avodah Zarah, where the Gemara says that even the thought of a Zarah is already punished. That's what we learn from this, this lab over here. This is an aside. The Torah's warnings in so many places not to think about or discuss Avodah Zarah isn't Chasvot from a point of fear that if a person would find or go into it and think about it, he would deci- decide that it's true. The, on the contrary, there's an ability to disprove every Avodah Zarah. But uh, the Torah's concern is that just like by other Averis, the thinking about it is actually excites the Hora, and that's going to try and tempt the person to be involved in it. The knowing applies to every time and place, both to men and to women. And a person who is over this Issa of turning towards the in a way which involves an action, not just in thought or in seeing or in speech, so then he would have been over a later say, with an action and he would be Chayab Malchus. If he would be over it through thought or speech or sight, that's not called an action and therefore he wouldn't be Chayab Malchus and that is not to make an desire even for other people who would be worship who would want to worship it. And the pasuk says, You shouldn't make for yourselves images out of melted metal or anything else. And not just for yourselves, Chazal say on this, they are applied to other people as well. And the reason for the mitzvah is like all the mitzvahs of a desire to prevent us from coming close to it. The Gemara tells us that the Avodah Zara of a goy becomes Asur as soon as it's finished being made, even before it's been worshipped, whereas by the Avodah Zara of a Jew it's only Asur, the statue when it's been worshipped. Nevertheless, it's Asur to make the Avodah Zara both for a goy or for a Jew, and as soon as it's, it becomes the last Hamabra, which completes Avodah Zara, it's really over this esir, and it becomes osir for Ahana. However, regarding things which are being used for the service of the Avayadah desire, not the statue of the Avayadah itself, everybody agrees that both by Jews and by Goyim, it's only Asr Bahanael once it's been used. This is against fashioning or forming an Avayadah Zarah applies in every time and place both a man and to woman. And if a person transgresses this, and he makes the Avayadah desire for somebody else, whether it's a Jew or a non-Jew, he'll get Malchus. If he made it for himself, in other words, he would intend in the future to worship it, so even though he's not punishable yet on Avodah Zorah, he he's two mark two times masters um, for creating Avodah Zorah and for considering Avodah Zorah for himself. Mitzvarez Tes Vav, that is not to eat no sir. no sir, is the part remaining from a carbon After the allotted time given to eat it, and the person once the time is for the eating of the Korban is finished, is not allowed to partake of it anymore. The says that and that the Gemara is a general principle, and anything which is also to eat in the kachim falls into the category of this love of the it should not be eaten. The Iser of leaving other meat of the Qachim and eating it out of its time, which is called Noisar, and the Iser of Pigal, which means having the intention to eat the meat out of its given time are two separate hysteria, even though there are things to learn from one to the other one, but they never nevertheless considered two separate concepts and are considered two separate labia. The penalty for no is chorus, that only applies to the person who eats the meat, the person who eat the, the skin, or would eat the horns of an animal, or its hooves, or its bones, or other parts which aren't really meant to be eaten, or if you're talking about a carbon which was a bird, if he eats the, eats the eggs of the bird or its feathers, is not high of curries. Same thing on eat, drinking the blood of the carbon, besides for the iser, on the punishment of eating blood, isn't the second khiyah for noisar. Similarly, if a person would eat the wood for the mizbech or the cterus, which aren't edible, he wouldn't get the penalty for noisar. And lastly, a carbon which is brought up by a guy, if a person would eat it out of its time, he wouldn't be a in for noisar. The iser applies only when there's a of condition of carbonus, but both the men and women. And as we said, if a person eats a kazais, the maize it, he'll be chayef kores, but shaykh he have to bring a chatus Mitzvah resh tes <laughs> zain, and that's the mitzvah of leaving pay from the field, which means a corner of the field which is left for the name to harvest for themselves. The mitzvah says, only the only vada geratazavos, the person should leave them. For the poor, or for the geratazavos, and the gerat we're talking about here, and all the Gifts which have to be given to the poor is a Gazellek, a convert. With the rice, so there is no specific shear how much pay a person has to leave. Rabbanah gave a share of one sixtieth of the field. Even though that's meant to be left for Jews, if a non Jew would want to come and join the poor Jews in collecting prayer, the Gemara says we don't stop him because of the shalom. we don't want to create enmity with the non Jews. The reason for the mitzvah, the king of rings, Hashem is for once the clay shall who he chose should have every good middah, and that should be, have generous nature, generous spirit, and therefore by an action of sharing, of giving of one's own, should affect his nephew should affect his feelings, and there will be a reason for, to create him in a, more, in a more generous way, and as a result to make him deserving of receiving more of Hashem's bracha. And, therefore, Without doubt, that a person who is prepared to leave a part of his field and for the, those who are hungry to eat. Besides developing the merit of generosity, also develops the awareness of HaKadosh Baruch who gave him the food. Whereas the person who would gather everything for himself and need nothing for those who don't have and they're hungry, besides the fact that is emphasizing and reinforcing a negative trait of cruelty within himself, Besides for that, he's also damaging himself because, as the Chazal tell us, the rule Hashem judges people with is that the way a person acts, that's how Hashem acts towards him. The mitzvah of Pe'er applies both to fruit of trees and to produce which grows from the ground. It doesn't make a difference if it's uprooted or it's cut down. Either way, a person's Chayav to give payer. And it's given to any any only once wants to take it, a person can't choose which only to apportion the payer to. The categories which are chaiven is any food which is grows from the ground, it's guarded, it's not considered hafta, it's reaped all at once, and it's brought into storage is chayvin payer. Whoever dies, or other food, which, plants which grow and aren't food, or fruit which grows in the places of Africa, like mushrooms or figs, which don't all ripen at the same time, or vegetables, which aren't, can't be stored, they dry up and go bad too quickly, all these things are part of from Paya. The aloha is that if a person forgot to give Paya, he should give some of the produce to their name afterwards. Same thing if a person is in a place where there are no name, he doesn't have to leave the fruit in the field until it rots or is eaten by the birds, you should take it as well and give something to Anim later. Chazal made rules on how to distribute pear, and that is that the Balabais can't bring the food out to the Anim, he has to give them the permission to come and take it for themselves. Same thing, they made specific times in the day when the Anim would be given access to the field in order to collect their pear. And also that the only only acquires the pear when he actually picks it up, the fact that he's next to it or sees it and intends to pick it up isn't enough yet to consider it his. Ghazal added also that based on the size of a person's field and the amount of the needs of the anim, a person should add more to the minimum requirement of giving one sixtieth of pay. If a person sells this field there will be times when the seller has to give pay, times when the buyer will have to give pay. And This means that applies entire both a man and the woman, both Israel and Kayani, the also chairi mattan salim, but only in Israel. Like all the messrs which are totally on the ground. The person who doesn't leave pay in the field would have to give pay after to an oni, but if the entire produce was consumed or burnt and he never gave pay to an ani, then he landed up having been rebattled as mitzvahs, and later say of not to leave, not to completely finish the the fields harvest without leaving some of it for the anim. If that's the case, you would not malchus. The Rambam's opinion is that in Chutzal, it's all the, these mitzvahs of matasanim, pay as well as all the other Matthasanim, applied on a rabbinic level. Mitzvah design is a continuation of this, and that's a negative. Shalaydah Chalaydah is passed not to finish harvesting the field without leaving for their name. the anim. The pasuk says asad don't completely finish. He you harvesting your field when you harvest it. And this is a mitzvah s that's connected to an assay, which means if a person would have been over in this issue and harvest his whole field, he can rectify by doing a mitzvah say which is giving pay from the man of the crops that he's set aside that he's collected. The requirements of the mitzvah and its reason and the amount to give would be the same as the mitzvah previously is the positive mitzvah of giving prayer Mitzvah Reishe Ches is the mitzvah of Leket. And Pasek says also by Leket not only will I get taz a person leave them for the poor and for the convert. The din of Leket is what falls out of one's hand when he's trying to collect it and or when he's trying to uproot it. The mitzvah says that if a person drops one or two stalks its Leket if he already drops three, it's no longer Lachat, like and therefore he can pick it up himself it doesn't belong to the need. The Mishnah also says that Lachat only applies if the way that it fell wasn't by but if he put his hand on a thorn or something else which caused him to drop some of the stalks, it wouldn't be Lachat. Like if it would be a Suffolk if it's like it, is like it is Lachat, the Halakha is Suffolk Lachat is called Lachat, like we would have to give the benefit of the doubt to the poor person. And the coming mitzvah, mitzvah ratio test, is the parallel mitzvah, and that is not to pick up those stalks which fell because of Leket. The passage says, which means what fell from your harvest you shouldn't pick up, you should leave it for the Anim. And this mitzvah, like the previous mitzvah, apply both to men and women, with the race that is known Israel, where these mitzvahs are based on the ground. Mitzvah Ray is leaving payah in the vineyard. There also the says And therefore a person is to leave the grapes in the part of the vineyard for the name to harvest. Mitzvah Ray Aleph is again the parallel method to this, and that is not to completely harvest the grapes without leaving payah from the from the vineyard. Yes, it's also that you shouldn't take all the grapes from your vineyard again without leaving payah. That's the way the Raman explains the pasuk and the oiliness means to idle in the context means to leave the pay the corn meant for thy name to harvest. Ramban argues with his translation of the word and the Ramban says the word oiliness comes from unripe grapes or grapes which haven't formed into full clusters. And thus he brings the mission of which any cluster of grapes which doesn't start with a, on a more broad level, level of grapes and come to a point National Gemara doesn't have shoulders, and and so as we come towards the center point, isn't considered a fully formed bunch of grapes, and those have to be given to their name. Even according to the Ramban, there would still be a khiyuv of giving payah, leaving a corner of the field in the grapevine for their name, but that would be the same in every field or orchard. What the Torah coming to add, the middle of oil is a second khiyuv for giving the unformed clusters to their name as well. This lab is also called Nitha Klaseh, which means that if a person didn't leave their oiliness wherever they are according to the Rambam or the Ramban in his vineyard, he would have to give some of the grapes later on to ani, as long as the grapes are there. If at some stage the grapes are no longer around, then it now comes out that he's done Lavera and will get markers for that. The reason for this mitzvah is the same as all and all the mitzvah of giving to the parts of the field to the poor is all the same as what he brought for the mitzvah of peer that a person to develop his middle of generosity. Even though the discussion if one can make his whole field into prayer, Chazal say a person can make his whole field odorless, which means if the entire harvest came out of unformed clusters, it we'll would all go to their name. Mitzvah reish Chaf and that's the Mitzvah of leaving parrots in the Karim. There was the Pasuk says the only way of Parrot is some of the as the grapes which fall during the harvest. And lastly, ratio of Gimel, and that is not the iser later say not to harvest for oneself, the parrot which falls in the vineyard. Also, it only applies to one or two grapes, which can be parrot. Three already is considered more than parrot, and therefore the owner can give it for himself. Same thing if the owner was plucking a bunch of grapes and throwing them to the ground to collect later. That it wouldn't be parrots That was intentional, in a way, as a way of harvesting them. The person would leave the basket underneath the grapevines. So everything that falls falls directly into God's ba- basket. We'd be stealing from the enemy. The mitzvah applies also to men and women in Eretz israel like all the mitzvahs which are related to harvesting the ground.